Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Well, could efforts to slow down our economy to combat inflation send us right into a recession? Some analysts think so. Is your retirement recession ready? Well, Alicia and Josh Lewis are here to provide some tips on how you can help ensure your retirement savings. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Chuck will be by later on in the program. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Team anytime at 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Josh, welcome to the show. Well, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you guys. Now, the Federal Reserve, they have taken an aggressive approach here this year trying to cool inflation. Fed Chair Jerome Powell talked about it recently during a media conference. It would be nice if there were a way to just wish it away, but there isn't. We have to get supply and demand back into alignment, and the way we do that is by slowing the economy. Hopefully, we do that by slowing the economy, and we see some softening in labor market conditions, and we see a big contribution from supply-side you know, improvements and things like that, but none of that is guaranteed. All right, Josh, your thoughts on this? Well, it's kind of inherently... Uh mixed, I guess. When you think about, you know, raising rates and doing whatever it is the Fed is doing. Um, <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. You know, because the whole thing is, and I'm probably a little bit miffed with the Fed here because they, they sort of drug their feet for way too long, right? And they beat this bandwagon of, you know, transitory inflation, transitory inflation. And really what that was, was Jay Powell saying, hey, I'm going to play along. I'm going to say what you want me to say so that I get renominated as the Fed chair. My opinion, right? Mm -hmm. So then he got the job again. Well, now he's put on, you know, as Fed chair once again. So now it's his problem to fix. So then they aggressively go after rates. And so there's all this talk about a soft landing and things like that. But inherently, you're raising rates to basically kind of compress economic activity to slow down inflation. And so what's frustrating is if they would have looked at raising rates when they should have, we would have never been in this position to begin with. And so I think just the whole idea of, you know, what's happening now, we, we should have never been in this situation to begin with simply because they took too long, you know, to get to the party. And now I think they're going to stick around at the party a little bit too long as well. And oftentimes, Josh, I think in history, and, and Alicia, you can chime in on this as well, if you think of the history of our country, that's what tends to happen. And then we go the opposite direction and the recession happens. And then that lasts a little too long because we overreacted and we don't get back to that sweet spot. Why is it that, that we history repeats itself in this manner? Well, some of it, I think, gets a little bit politicized. But I also think, you know, when you look at the the Fed's toolbox, so to speak, I mean, really, they they only have interest rates, right? That's their only tool. There was way too much money printed, you know, during quantitative easing, way too much M2 in the economy, and that's still driving inflation. And so I think they're looking at rates and they're looking at all these lagging indicators to say, oh, you know, inflation may or may not have peaked. We're going to continue on 
kind of the same path and no one's really looking at it in a forward looking fashion, right? They're all looking in the rear view mirror trying to dictate what what's going to happen in front of us. And that's why they make the same mistakes repeatedly and it's sort of can't see the forest for the trees type scenario. Mm, yeah. And one more uh, quote from Jerome Powell about the, uh, you know, trying to slow down the economy. The real point is this. What we hear from people when we meet with them is that they really are suffering from inflation. If we want to set ourselves up, light the way to another period of a very strong labor market, we have got to get inflation behind us. I wish there were a painless way to do that. There isn't. Now, is the Fed really meeting with people like that are, you know, $30,000 a year income, you know, impacted by gas prices and, and groceries? I mean, are they really meeting with those people? I would be absolutely shocked Me too. if they were. I mean, if you look at the Federal Reserve, you know, and, and it's easy to beat up on the Fed. Don't get me wrong. It's sort of like beating up on your friend's kid brother. <laughs> wow. But it's it's this idea of all these people are, they're all PhDs in economics, right? None of these folks have ever owned a business. None of them have ever had to make payroll. They're all just so entrenched in academia and their financial forecasts and all of their models to say this is how things should work. And the fact of the matter is the labor market is still pretty strong and there's still so much money in the economy that raising rates isn't going to combat inflation like what they think it is. And I think there's just a wild disconnect between sort of what they view as, you know, reality versus what reality actually is. And it's, if you can hear it in the tone of my voice, it's extremely frustrating. They're so far removed. It's so frustrating though, you know, from our point of view too, sitting down, because that's what we hear from people is, Hey, this is hard. Like inflation is, um, I feel it. And, and we see that even in people's plans. And I think a lot of times, People get really wrapped up in the nervousness of inflation, but at the end of the day, if you have a plan, you shouldn't be nervous because when when we put together our retirement roadmaps for the families that we work with, it is looking at here's what your numbers look like with inflation, and that's one thing I think a lot of people leave out typically when they're doing their own planning. By the way, on the website, laymanlewisresources.com, you can find great information uh, about your retirement plan. In fact, there's a guide. It's a free guide downloadable to you. All you have to do is click on it. It's called Inflation and Your Retirement. Are you prepared for rising costs? Find that free guide on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Just click on it, enter your information. It's a downloadable PDF to your email. That's at laymanlewisresources.com or reach out for that report and request it at 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So retirees trying to retire into a recession. I mean, if this is your retirement year or next year is your retirement year, this is going to be going on for a while. And Alicia, we've seen this before. It's not like you guys haven't worked with people. You know, oh two, there was, uh, you know, the dot bomb. Uh, 08, there is the mortgage crisis. So you have some history on your side that you rely on when you're getting people prepared. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the number one thing to keep in mind is that when you are entering into retirement or maybe you're already in retirement, it's, 
completely different type of investing than if you're, you know, 20, 30, 40 years old and you just, you've got time on your side, you can ride the ups and downs of the market and the inflation and all the, the crazy, right? Because you've got that paycheck. But when you are in retirement, it is different. And so making sure that you have that plan where it's all working together, that you've got your income set up, you've got your, your, um, investments positioned, um, very intentionally rather than just, Oh, let's see if this works, you know, um, making sure that you understand the timeline of your money and when you're going to use it and how tax efficient it is. All of these things really work together. And I think, you know, if you're not working with someone who's helping you navigate through retirement and figure out where is this income coming from and all those things. How is how is it all working together? That is a huge miss. And so it is very important that you are you're making sure that you're being intentional with how you're planning, who you're working with, and all those little details because those if those details aren't planned for, that is what's going to blow up your plan. You know, Alicia, your word of the year keeps coming up. I think it's gonna be your life word, intentional. I, absolutely. Because intentionality in so many things is is there uh, to grab our attention. So, uh, again, folks, reach out today. The, at, at Lehman Lewis, it's called the peace process, the personal connection, the education, the action and agreement to work together, the creation and implementation of that program, and then the enjoyment you get from uh, being involved in a retirement plan that's going to get you through retirement because you're part of the team. You're going to meet with the, the Lehman Lewis team once or twice a year and more if you need it. Just reach out today, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 to request an appointment. Sit down and talk about your retirement. Now, Josh, I want to talk about a couple things. An emergency fund, obviously we have to have some liquid cash in retirement, but there are tools with helping us generate income in retirement, no matter, you know, what the government is doing or other things that are, you know, trying to attack our retirement nest egg. So can you talk about the process? Yeah. So obviously kind of just touch on the emergency fund. This is different for everyone. You know, there's a lot of kind of rules of thumb that go with the emergency fund, but I think that needs to be a little more specific kind of to your own situation, looking at, you know, what what things may arise in your own life that need to be covered and having that readily accessible cash, right? Because a lot of times what happens is we make these investments and we have, you know, money in investments and then something happens. Well, it might not be the most opportune time to maybe liquidate an asset, to pay for a new furnace or something like that. So you always want to make sure you got some cash on hand whenever, you know, the need may arise. And the thing of it is, is we call it an emergency fund because we don't know when that need's going to arise. So always kind of good to keep that in mind. And when you talk about generating income, there's there's a lot of different ways to do that. And, and we know about some of those fixed sources too, things like social security and looking at your strategy that you're using to set up social security and how that works with your plan. When you also look at, you know, a recessionary type period, you want to look for investments that tend to do well when, you know, the economy's not doing well. And you find a lot of opportunity, say, in the defensive sectors, whether it's utilities or oil, gas, things like that, telecommunications. You want to find folks with clean balance sheets that have free cash flow that pay dividends on a consistent basis. And it's this idea of that the stock price is going to move up and down 
But at the end of the day, you know, AT&T still pays their dividend on a very regular basis. So that's important to keep in mind. And those those investments are going to be more liquid, too. But really where we see kind of the, the opportunity to shine in this sort of scenario is with a fixed indexed annuity. And honestly, with an annuity, a fixed indexed annuity, primarily not a variable, um, you're going to have the opportunity to take money out of that, you know, without realizing any losses maybe from market participation. Other annuities are designed to pay a steady stream of income, and that could also be used as a tool to say, hey, maybe I don't want to pull money off of my market-based portfolio simply because we're seeing a lot of volatility you know, and I still need to generate some income. So using an annuity in that space makes a lot of sense for people as well. Um, life insurance could also be a way to do that where you could take a policy loan against the death benefit of your life insurance. But there's specific types of life insurance and specific structures. So that doesn't really work with a term policy mm-hmm. by any means. So a lot of things to keep in mind, but having some of those different buckets, even having some cash in your brokerage account is a good you know, strategy to look at too, just to have it liquid and available and use that as income while the market does what the market does. And Alicia, we have about you know thirty or forty seconds left here. I, I know you just really want people to reach out and, and just start the conversation. You know, absolutely. We we are all about helping people figure out what it is that they're trying to accomplish, get their plan together. And, you know, maybe maybe you're the, the person that doesn't have a plan at all. Stop procrastinating. Give us a call so that we can help you. And maybe you're the person that has a plan or maybe you're doing it yourself. Hey, it never hurts to get that second opinion and make sure that you're not missing anything because there, there are times where people come in and they say, here, I have this plan. And we say, okay, well, you know what? Here's a few tweaks that could be made to make it even better. So do not hesitate. Do not procrastinate reach out so that we can check in on you and make sure that you're on the right path. 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And we'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. 
I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Inflation is emerging as a top concern for people preparing for retirement. CNBC is now reporting that 71% of retirement age investors are worried that inflation could have a negative impact on their savings. And let's face it, inflation is one of those things we forget about until it rears its ugly head. And that's going to happen, over, let's say, over the course of a 30-plus year retirement four times maybe i mean you just never know you have no no way to pinpoint it down but this is something that people sometimes forget about when it lurks under the surface absolutely right we we used to call inflation the carbon monoxide of your portfolio the silent killer there should be a sound effect that goes i know with there it. should right. be sorry thank I you i was pulling some knobs pressing some levers <laughs> um but honestly, that is the thing, right? Where you start looking at, hey, if, if my purchasing power is slowly eroding away, what am I doing to combat that? Because even, you know, and inflation is such a hot topic right now because we're running, you know, at 8.6, 8.7, depending on where you live. Colorado is actually a little bit higher than the national average. So um, I think people recognize it more now simply because we're peak travel season during the summer. Um, so we're seeing it at the gas pumps, but we're also seeing it at the grocery store and really how energy prices sort of translate into that ripple effect throughout the rest of the economy. We all start seeing that. But the fact of the matter is inflation is, has always been there. It's just been, you know, slower to go. So I think a lot of people looked at it and go, I'm not really concerned about that. But when you look at it historically, inflation's been right around three and a quarter percent. So if you look at that, uh, you know, According to your expenses, that means your expenses are going to double about every 21 years. So when you start looking at, gosh, if I'm spending, say, five grand now in retirement and my average retirement is going to be 35 years, you're going to be looking at spending somewhere in the neighborhood of twelve to $13,000 a month towards the end of your retirement. So if you're not accounting for that in your plan, that is you know, going to silently kill your overall portfolio if you're not planning for it. So, you know, the pandemic, it, it had a big impact on how people, I think, prepare for a lot of things and retirement being one of them uh, and, and maybe what kind of future expectations they had in mind. Now, personal capital, uh, it's a poll from Qualtrics of people who are planning to retire in the next five years. This, this survey uh, reports that inflation is the biggest concern for retirees. Now, certainly when it's taken, uh, probably had a lot to do with that. But uh, I think what it does is at least, you know, a group, a generation, if you will, of retirees, this is something they're not going to forget about, which is a good thing. Right. And I think that that's where more than anything, if you have a plan for inflation and you have a plan uh, that is taking all those things into consideration, it is that weight off the shoulders. And and I know that sometimes people are like, I still am concerned because I'm not sure what what the future does hold. But that's where, um, you know, what we like to do is kind of show more, hey, this is what the worst case scenario looks like. That way when things, hey, aren't as worst case scenario, if you will, um, it's icing on the cake. And so, that way we can also make adjustments of, hey, if you are kind of on the line, how do we, how do we fix that? Or how do we maybe um, protect some of your money uh, from market volatility? Or how do we position you for success 
Uh, and I think that more than anything, uh, planning is going to be the key because if you're the person that's nervous, but then doesn't do anything about it, you know, you're just, you're digging your own hole there. And I, I can't tell you right now is such an important time more, probably more than ever stop procrastinating. Don't, don't be that person that's like the, the ostrich with your head in the sand saying, you know what, I'll deal with that later. Or I know that things are kind of a little squirrely right now, but I'm not going to plan for it because there are ways to plan and it's never too late to start, uh, start that retirement that retirement plan. By the way, uh, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh are offering you a free resource. It's called Inflation and Your Retirement. Are you prepared for rising costs? All you need to do is log on to the web, and that website address is laymanlewisresources.com. laymanlewisresources.com. Scroll down and find that report, Inflation and Your Retirement. Are you prepared for rising costs? Click on it. Enter your name and your email address. It's a downloadable PDF to you. And then reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234 to start your retirement roadmap. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So this personal capital pull from Qualtrics, um, it's talking about uh, discussing uh, or in the discussion that one-fourth of pre-retirees have pushed back their retirement date, and a similar percentage are planning now part-time work in retirement because they're worried they haven't saved enough. So, Chuck, you've been doing this for, you know, going on into a fifth decade, um, and, and this is always going to be one of those concerns. Number one concern of retirees, have I saved enough money? And when things like this come up, you know, a pandemic we've passed, and uh, you know, inflation rears its ugly head and costs rise and all those kind of things. How have you helped educate people over this time to get them and let them know that they've truly uh, got enough saved up, uh, you know, if they do? You know, and, and that's a, a real interesting uh, comment because over the last 40-some years, I have seen this happen before. And, uh, you know, currently there's so many people that they come in here and they say, well, you know, we were going to retire, but, you know, we're not going to be able to now because of the market or the inflation. And, you know, it's sad because they don't know. They're just guessing that, oh, I can't because they don't have that plan we're always talking about. And, you know, that's a that's what we bring to the table for people saying, hey, we've taken this into consideration. We've, you know, our clients aren't, you know, freaking out because the market's down and inflation's up. They're concerned like everybody, but they know that, hey, we took this into consideration knowing that it could happen and probably would happen because it's cyclical and we've got it covered. So, you know, we don't have all of our eggs in one basket. We're not uh, you know, hoping for the best and, and planning for the best. We always say we've got to hope for the best, but plan for the worst because things happen. And that's where, you know, what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is when we put a plan together and we're using low amounts of interest and, and you know, showing what inflation's done in the past. Yes, it's higher right now than it has in the past, but 
you know, the average takes into consideration the 80s and all that. So the point that I'm trying to make here is it's all about having a plan so that you know, and then you're not just thinking that, oh, I can't retire. or Oh, I'm going to run out of money. So you've still, you've got to hope for the best, but plan for the worst. Now, uh, again, we're talking about a, a Qualtrics poll. It's a personal capital poll. 36% of respondents are saying that the pandemic – uh, lowered their anticipated standard of living. So uh, kind of an interesting situation. Josh, Alicia, have you guys seen people coming in and, and also saying, hey, I, I'm going to downgrade what I thought I was going to do in retirement? Um, I think it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. I think, honestly, the pandemic was sort of like a punch in the gut to a lot of people, kind of made them question a little bit of things about, you know, economic supply chain, all of that. So I think that was kind of that piece where people looked at it and said, hey, I had all of these plans, but now I sort of recognize that something, you know, wildly beyond my control can come up and sort of derail those plans from a certain extent. But then we've also had clients who said, hey, you know, this happened and now I recognize that I need to be way better prepared than I was before. So a little bit different there where the folks are saying, hey, this happened and now I, I want to take the bull by the horns. We're seeing a lot more people be a lot more proactive with their planning. They're looking at their assets, how they're diversified and kind of where they want to have things set up so that they're in a good position if and when some other, you know, catastrophic event happens. So I think there's been a little bit of kind of two two sides to that story where some people really kind of just took the hit, licked their wounds and, you know, tried to go about it. And other people who said, I'm going to rise above this and, and do something better. So mm. um, kind of interesting there with that. Yeah. In fact, this reminds me of the time, um, you know, my wife used to work at a school and they would have a little silent auction to raise money for you know, things in the classroom. And normally during the silent auction, she'd bid some things up and very rarely would she win them. Well, one year she bid a bunch of things up and, um, yeah, we ended up buying all that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, that was, it was the 08, 09 time when people kind of pulled back. She didn't anticipate people were going to pull back on the auction. And I'm like, why do we have all this stuff? We didn't need it. Uh, you know, so it was one of those, uh, I licked my wounds and moved on. <laughs> so let's talk about building a retirement income strategy, Alicia, because confidence in retirement is one of those things you don't want to lose just because you, you haven't put a plan together. And, and those with a plan tend to be helped with their confidence as they're moving forward, because you can always rely back to that plan as things ebb and flow. So let's talk about that building that income strategy. So when we start those withdrawals, we don't start freaking out. Absolutely. So this is again, where we sit down and really get to know uh, the families that we're working with and figure out what it is that they are wanting, what keeps them awake at night, what, you know, all the things, what are their retirement dreams? And Ultimately, you know, we, we look at two different types of income streams. We want to make sure that you have your paycheck, which is the money coming in every single month uh, that's going to come in no matter what. Come hell or high water, that money is coming in. That's your guaranteed money. And then we also have um, what we look at, we call the play check. Now, this is money that you are going to spend on vacations and cruises and grandkids and all the extra stuff 
that will probably be, you know, different every year. One year you might want to travel around the world. The next year you might want to just stay home and garden. So um, that kind of ebbs and flows. And what we really want to make sure that we're looking at when we're planning for income is we're looking at all the different things. How are you invested? So again, this kind of comes back to, you know, we have um, our retirement wheel that we call it, that we look at the five areas that of uh, retirement planning. We want to make sure that you have an investment plan, an income plan, a tax plan, because if you think about those three things, those are all very interconnected. How you're taking your income from what it, what investment are you taking it from and how is that taxable? And we want to make sure that it's, you know, you're keeping more in your pocket and not giving it to the IRS. We also look at um, health care. If you're retiring early, uh, how much is that going to cost uh, for health care? And if you are, um, you know, how much is Medicare going to cost you? But if you are planning for some of those long-term care costs that could happen. Uh, and then we're also looking at the legacy planning. And that's when we talk about legacy planning, that's not only, um, you know, people think immediately, oh, I, I, I don't need life insurance or anything like that. And that's not necessarily what we're talking about. We're talking about what legacy are you wanting to leave and how are we positioning that so that you can enjoy your money, but then when it passes, that it goes to who you want it to and not more to the IRS. Because again, if you don't plan for that, guess who gets their grubby little hands in there? Yep. You guessed it, the IRS. So looking at those five areas are going to be key, but we want to make sure first and foremost that you are living your best life and you're getting that guaranteed income every single month, no matter what, and you're getting bumps along the way for inflation and you're you're properly taxed on that so that it, you're not paying too much in taxes. Start your retirement roadmap today with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. The phone number, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Are you ready to start working on your retirement roadmap? Schedule your visit with the Lehman Lewis team today by texting MAP to 970-446-1234. That's the word MAP to 970-446-1234. 
It's the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Two out of three men underestimated the life expectancy of the average 65-year-old male. Half of women underestimate the life expectancy of the average 65-year-old female. Now, that might not seem like a huge deal if you can't get a trivia question right on life expectancy at the you know local pub as we're all having some fun. But it can mean a big problem when you start to factor that in to dollars in retirement. Now, you need to understand that this is more than just a fun fact or a piece of trivia. The reality is the main source of longevity risk for your money is not understanding how long you might live. So, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, let's help people do some math here. Uh, what's the potential impact if... We, A, don't have a plan, and B, underestimate our lifespan. Right. So a lot of people don't think of living too long as an issue, right? So um, not planning for it can obviously be detrimental. If you start looking at, say, like income sources and say, you know, after all your fixed income, like your Social Security and things like that, let's say say you have a million dollars in your IRA and you're mm-hmm. taking 4% out. So we're talking about $40,000 a year. Right. Let's say, you know, let's say your life expectancy is 86 and you live to 91. That's five years beyond your life expectancy. So we're talking about a $200,000 difference. And that's just net, right? We're not talking about taxes. We're not talking about interest earned or losses. We're talking about a difference of almost a quarter million dollars because you lived five years longer than what you accounted for. So if you're not planning for that, it begs the question of, hey, where does that $200,000 come from to live sort of your best and regular life? And again, that's not looking at, say, end-of-life type things, right? When you get to that age, you might need some additional money for healthcare costs. You might need some additional care. All of these things really start compounding at that phase in life, too. So it's not just about, hey, I can't meet my regular daily living expenses. It's, hey, I have all of these extra costs, too, because I have all of these extra sort of necessities or needs for some of that care. And then you think about, hey, if that's, you know, me as a male, well, then it means my wife is probably going to live another three to five, you know, assuming you're similar age, probably another three to five years you know, in addition to that. So then we're talking another, what, $120,000 on top of that, you know, on the lower end there. So now we're talking about $320,000 to $350,000 difference. So, you know, that that really starts compounding more and more, especially at that age where it's not too probable that you can go out and, you know, get a job paying $40,000 a year either. So um, if you can, good luck. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or then you, you know, that, that also sort of leads into the, we don't want to be a burden on our loved ones either, but your loved ones don't want to see you financially destitute at that age either. So again, planning on living a long life, it's sort of that hope for the best, but plan for the worst, because, you know, obviously that's a little bit of a two-edged sword there as well. And Alicia, when, well, I mean, this is part of the peace process, the plan that is put together at Lehman Lewis and the retirement roadmap where you talk about income and investments and taxes and healthcare, long-term care and legacy planning. But when you paint that picture to people, when you lay the figures out that Josh just, I mean, again, you come to retirement with a million dollars 
and if your plan is 4% drawdown and all of a sudden you live too long and you've maxed out what you can withdraw, I mean, that's got to get some attention. That's got to all of a sudden elbows, you know, poking into people's sides saying, what the heck have we been doing? Absolutely. And that's what we call redlining because, uh, you know, in our system, it really is showing people, hey, if you keep doing what you are doing, here is what you are going to get. Here's when you are going to run out of money. And that is just even, and I, I think about that's just even at today's tax rates, you know, and that's, again, these are things that we are looking forward and saying we need to plan for things that we know are coming we know taxes are going up, things like that. So we want to make sure that you are prepared for that. And so um, a lot of times we do like to show people, here's, you know, if you continue what you're doing, here's where, where you're going to redline. And um, we have some solutions for you. We have some ideas uh, and we like to put up on um, our screens, you know, here's here's some of the recommendations that, that we would probably make for your, you. Here's, you know, option A, B, and and see. And, um, you know, depending on what it is, again, that they're trying to accomplish, we can show them, you don't have to, you don't have to live like how you're living right now. You don't have to, um, you know, necessarily always just rely on the market to do well for you and your retirement to do well. And I think a lot of people just don't, uh, they're like, what else is there out there? You know? And, and that's where we just really sit down and educate people. And, you know, we have a saying in the op in the office, it's the option that you're never given is the option that you'll never take. And we want to make sure that you have all of your options. And, um, because the, the great thing about what we do is we aren't captive, uh, agents, captive advisors. We don't work for some big box organization. We work for you. So we're able to go out and, and again, after we get to know you and what you're trying to accomplish, go out and shop, if you will shop what you, um, need in your retirement plan and show you those different options. Folks, your, your car has five tires, right? You, you have the four that it run on and you have a spare. So if you think of the retirement wheels that are going to get you on the roadmap to retirement, then it's going. It, your retirement plan needs to address income, investments, taxes, health care and long-term care, and legacy planning. And that roadmap is going to help you navigate through retirement. But the only way to start that navigation is to sit down with Alyssa, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team, and look at where you're at today and where you want to go. Reach out at 970-446-1234, or you can text the word VISIT to 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. Text the word VISIT, or you can go to laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So, as Chuck, as you're preparing plans, and again, this is something that you have invested your life in, your life's work, your uh, retirement nest egg has been built on this business. Uh, so when you talk to people about living, you know, 30 plus years in retirement, they're going to be, you know, taxes are going to be different during that time. Inflation right. is clearly going to be different during that time. Yep. So how do you uh, help people truly put in their mind all the things that they need to adjust for over a 30 plus year period because let's face it your income needs to double about every 20 years to address some of these issues you know 
a very interesting uh, thing that you just brought up is that so many people they're looking at today and what they need today, and they're not looking down the road at what, you know, inflation, taxes, all that stuff. And the biggest thing that, you know, the biggest concern of people that are in their 60s looking at retirement is, am I going to run out of money? And one of the things that we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is we use uh, annuities. I know, oh, some people, oh, I hate annuities. Oh, and, my. Oh, my, they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, we hear so much kickback when we, you know, if you mention the word annuity. And then once we educate people, every one of them says, I, I didn't know that. I was never informed of the different kind of annuities. Well, but isn't, hold it, isn't the Social Security system one of the biggest annuities out there? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we do is we look at, here's what you need for an income. And with inflation down the road. So, you know, give you an example, uh, and I'm just going to run, run off the top of my head that sure. I know of, of uh, some clients that, you know, they said, hey, we're going to need X amount of money. It was actually $2,000 a month. Well, out of a million dollars, we said, well, why don't you take 400000 out of that million and let's put it into annuities. And the bottom line is that every, you know, with an annuity that you could get a guarantee income value out of it, guaranteed as, you know, strength of the company, of course. But, uh, you know, if you're getting a 7% guaranteed interest rate on your money for income purposes, your money's going to double every, what, 10 years? Yeah. 10.2. Yeah. So anyway, so you put in 400 or, you know, 400,000, that money's going to be guaranteed to be worth 800 in 10 years. Well, if you're doing this like, and we, we kind of do a bucket approach or a, where it's every five years, we're going to be increasing your income because inflation's increasing. And that income that you're getting is going to be guaranteed. So that along with your social security and maybe a small pension, we, we figure all that in, you know that, hey, no matter what happens in the economy, I know that I've got this guaranteed income coming in. And what does that do? It gives you peace. And that's what we're always talking about is the peace process so that you're not living in stress or not living in a, what, what, what happens if, if. Well, we've got the ifs covered. And that is, you know, uh, something that so many people that come in here, every one of them, when we educate them on the different kinds of annuities that are out there and how they can be used to fight against this worry of what's inflation going to do and what if I live till I'm 95, all those questions, we can take care of it. And guess what? The old saying, oh, yeah, but if you die, then the company keeps it. I've never in my 45 years ever seen that happen. Yes, there is an option where you can say, yeah, give me the most out of it. And if I die tomorrow, uh, company, you can keep it. Who's going to choose that option? <laughs> Nobody. But that's one. Oh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. And like I've said before, most people get information over uh, the neighborhood fence in the church foyer or drinking coffee with people that know just enough to be dangerous. Don't you want to know everything is out there? Yeah, you do. Give us a call. Put the decades worth of experience to work for you with the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team. In fact, they have a free resource for you. It's a, it's a 20-page guide, Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? All you have to do is go to laymanlewisresources.com, scroll down to the guide that says, Will Your Money Last As Long As You Do? All you have to do is input your name and your email address. It's a downloadable PDF to you, courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at Layman Lewis. That's at laymanlewisresources.com. 
You can also reach out to 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. And we're back with more of the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Have you seen what's happening in the stock market recently? If the volatility is making you nervous, call Lehman Lewis Financial Group today to make sure you aren't taking on more risk than you're comfortable with. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. There are so many big decisions that you have to weigh um, heading into retirement. And we like to take one of those big decisions today and dive into the pros and cons of that. Uh, it's retirement, yay or nay, here on the NOCO Retirement Report. So our topic is leaving an inheritance or not. So <laughs> let's talk about this. Um, you know, people get to retirement and they have different feelings. Maybe, again, um, they've had an unfortunate incident and their their child or children passed away before them and they don't maybe have somebody that they're specifically thinking of that's family that they want to leave it on. Maybe it's charities or whatever. But inheritance is a component of what you do when you put together a retirement roadmap that addresses that estate and legacy planning uh, for people. And, and it is an important subject for people to think about you know, living, you know, beyond their retirement years once they have passed what they want to do with the resource that's left over, if they have some. Absolutely. We always ask people in that uh, first visit, if leaving an inheritance, if it's important to them, and we usually get one of three answers. We sometimes hear, heck no, I want to write a hot check the day that I die. <laughs> like, okay. Sometimes we hear people say, you know what, we want to spend and enjoy the money that we work so hard for and whatever's left over, that's, that's what our heirs are going to receive. And then sometimes we hear, uh, yes, it's super important. We want to make sure that we're leaving, earmarking a legacy, creating a legacy plan, all of that. And here's the thing. There is no right or wrong answer. Everybody is different. But 
Even if you're the person saying, I want to write a hot check the day that I die, well, we better start planning for it so that you can spend your money but not run out too soon. But if you're the person saying, hey, I, I want to leave a legacy, I, I really want to you know, go for that, we want to make sure that you're not going without so that your kids can get this big inheritance. And so there is definitely a balance there and a, a planning you know, a, a very strategic uh, way to plan for for any of those three categories that you may be in. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free guide for you. It's called Estate Planning, and it's on the website, laymanlewisresources.com. You can click on the Estate Planning Guide and just input your name and your email address, or you can text the word GIFT to 970-446-1234. That's text the word GIFT to 970-446-1234. All right, so here are some scenarios. Actor Daniel Craig said, quote, quite distasteful is how he describes the idea of leaving his children a massive inheritance. Now, a number of celebrities uh, and other wealthy people have publicly said they have no plans to leave fortunes to their heirs, Daniel Craig being one of them. Bill Gates, uh, you know, he's the founder of Microsoft and He's thinking about philanthropic organizations not leaving huge sums of money. Uh, Gene Simmons, the former KISS bassist, uh, said, you know, he's it, it's not to make his kids rich. Warren Buffett is leaving it to, you know, charities, including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But uh, you guys, you do see um, where people, they've done well. Maybe they've taken care of their kids in their lifetime, and it is they want to be philanthropic with this. Have you not? Yeah, we, you know, like Alicia said, there is no right or wrong answer, sure. but there are some people that they they do want to leave uh, an inheritance. They want to make sure that uh, there's a legacy that is being passed on. And, and in my personal experience, it's usually someone that has an inherited, they've inherited money. And it's like, you know, my parents left me money and I'd like to leave this money to them. And uh, And it's kind of interesting because they say, I don't want to spend this. I want to leave this to my kids. Well, a lot of times there are ways that you can spend that, but still leave that amount of money to your kids. And and these are the kind of things that people are like, gosh, nobody ever talked to me about that. Uh, Nobody ever gave me an idea of how to do that where I could spend the money but still leave it as an inheritance. Well, and I think that a lot of people like these, the list that you went through where people are saying, no, I don't want to leave any legacy to the kids, you know, and we, we get that, uh, quite a bit actually, uh, believe it or not, where people are saying, um, you know, we really set our kids up for success, um, by putting them through college and they've, you know, they, they're doing really well. And, um, we just, we, we want them to go their own way financially and do their own thing. And we do not want to quote unquote ruin them with this big legacy. And I, I, you know, it's, it's really interesting, but the thing is when, when that happens, it is that discussion of, okay, well the money that is left over, what are you going to do with it? And let's find some purpose um, behind that giving. And, and there is some giving that you can do even when you're alive that's going to be, um, you know, help you tax-wise. So I, I think it just really comes down to, like what we always say, is just making sure that, that you're being uh, intentional with uh, 
with what you want that to look like for you, your heirs, your life, your organizations that you work with. Yeah. And again, if you'd like the free guide, estate planning guide that uh, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have for you today, just text the word GIFT. That's G I F T. Text the word GIFT to 970 446 or you can go to laymanlewisresources.com, click on the estate planning guide, and put your name and your email address. You'll get it as a downloadable PDF. All right, Josh, so let's say we do want to leave an inheritance to our heirs, whether it's kids or family or whatever. There are tax implications that can come with leaving resource to uh, you know, heirs. So you do have to prepare for that. So, I mean, I don't think anybody said, yeah, I want to leave my, let's say you're leaving Judah and Ezra money. I don't think you said, well, gee, I really want the federal government to take 40% of that. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, come on. They spend it wisely and they need it. Come on. I don't yeah. need other kids to inherit all, all of that. So, um, you're absolutely right. So when you talk about, you know, asset classification, structure, things like that, you know, different assets have different tax liabilities. So if all your money's in an IRA and you die and leave that to someone other than your spouse, you know, typically those people have a 10-year period to unwind the total balance of that account. So they got to spin that down. It's all taxable income. You look at kind of age demographics, and I talk about this a lot, but, you know, baby boomers control a lot of wealth, you know, trillions of dollars. And so it's likely they're going to leave a lot of those tax-deferred assets to their kids who are likely Generation X who will inherit that money in their peak earning years. So, you know, they're making the most money of their lifetime, and then they get, you know, this inheritance, which is a good thing to get, right? It's money. However, they're going to then be realizing more taxable income that's going to stack up on all of their ordinary income. So, And then there's other vehicles like life insurance where you could pass that on to your beneficiary completely tax-free. Or as tax code is currently, you could maybe have a taxable account, maybe a real estate property, things like that, where your kids actually get to inherit that or whomever. It might not be your kids, but you know, a family member or something like that would inherit it with a stepped-up basis. So they're not having to pay all of the tax on unrealized appreciation. So they inherit it at the value on the day of your death. So when you start looking at all these different things, you know, you want to make sure expenses will be covered, all of that stuff. But if you're going to leave money to your kids, you want to make sure, hey, am I leaving them a big tax burden? Because this might also kind of be a little bit to their detriment as well. So a whole lot of different things to consider. And obviously, you want to make sure it's complementary to your income plan in retirement and your asset base so you know that, hey, you're you're still being tax efficient with your money today, but you're also kind of have this tax efficiency plan to leave that money behind to your beneficiaries if inheritance is important to you. Do you want to note, um, the, the Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, they don't give tax or legal, legal advice, but they uh, do ask you to seek the advice of a qualified estate planning attorney if they're thinking about some of the things that we're talking about here on the show. And if you do not have someone that specializes in that, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh can certainly put you in touch with a professional to help you with that planning. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We have about three minutes left in the show. And Forbes is reporting that inheritance trends 
are shifting for a number of reasons. People are living longer. Healthcare expenses higher. Pandemic caused some people to choose to enjoy life now rather than leave it for somebody else. And then baby boomers choosing to just skip the next generation instead of leaving their money to their grandkids. So uh, you guys are probably seeing this trend starting to change as you're planning estate plans today as opposed to, say, 10 or 12 years ago. Oh, definitely. You know, I'd say healthcare is one of the the big things. Like you said, people are living longer. I look at, you know, my family and and my uh, wife's family, uh, you know, and they're ending up in nursing homes. And, you know, that's an extremely expensive experience if you, you know, and especially if you've not planned for it. And uh, so they're like, gosh, you know, I would like to leave an inheritance, but what happens? And inflation right now, people are really scared with, you know, inflation being the highest that I've seen since 1981. Uh, and they're wondering how long is this going to last? Are we going to, you know, need more money? Uh, so they're thinking maybe this inheritance isn't going to uh, be as much as what we thought. And we have seen a lot of people saying our kids are really well-to-do. They, we put them through college. They have good jobs. We're more concerned about our, our grandchildren of what opportunities are they going to have with everything that's going on in this world today. And they are what we call, you know, generation skipping on inheritance. And, uh, you know, so there's so many different – everybody has a different idea, a different worry, a different concern – and you know that's that's what we're here for is because you need options with each with each one of those and you know we've said it probably once at least today the option you're not given is the option you won't take and that's what we do here at Layman Lewis Financial Group is provide you options so that you can say you know this is the way that I think my wife and I want to go or my husband and I want to go or myself if you're single uh, but you know in so many times we hear this. Nobody ever gave me these options. I wasn't even aware that I could do this. And that's where I think we really shine in this business is being able to provide all the options that are out there. And sometimes we can't even help you with them, but we can direct you to someone that can. Reach out today and start your retirement roadmap. It will address income, investments, taxes, health care, long-term care, and yes, estate and legacy planning. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234, or on the web at LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, fantastic show today. Always great to be with you. We look forward to doing it again next week. Thank you. Always Thanks. a pleasure. Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Hey, this is Joshua Lewis. Thanks for tuning in to the NOCO Retirement Report today. Hopefully you heard some great information that's going to help you as you start planning for retirement. As always, if you have any questions or you want to talk about anything specifically that you heard today, feel free to give me a call at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. 
We also have a couple free retirement guides for you. These are gonna give you some great information as you prepare to walk through the exit sign at your job. So to get any of these guides we talked about today, you can go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend and we look forward to talking to you next week. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.